Hello, hello, hello. This is Megan Jean Smith and you are listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. Welcome back for part two on how to save consistently. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to that now, but I'll just give you a quick quick rundown in case you missed it. I had a listener question from my Instagram community, from Becky on Instagram, and she asked me, how do you save consistently? And me, being me, I wanted to just give you all the information. I wanted to not leave anything out. And of course, then the <laughs> the podcast episode ended up being very long. So I decided to split it into two parts. So in part one, I go over the practical applications, the tangible things that you can do to save consistently. And then in this episode, I am addressing the mindset piece when it comes to saving. And I don't want you to underestimate that. The practical, tangible actions that you take in the physical world are very important. You you need to do that to save, right? The money doesn't save on its own. However, where people can fall down is not backing it up with the mindset piece because that's where the consistency comes in because you actually have the mindset that is in alignment with having money. It's in alignment with being able to save money, have the capacity to hold it and create more. So this mindset piece that I'm going to cover in this episode is super, super important and really goes hand in hand with part one that I did last week. Now, before I dive in, I want to let you know that next week is the last live session for Uncapped. The last three weeks have been mind-blowing. The women who have been joining the sessions have been getting so much out of it, and I don't want you to miss out. So if you haven't registered already, this week is your last chance to do that. This is not going to hang around forever. This live coaching next week is the last week. And if you are in a different time zone or you are working, don't let that limit you. You can register anyway. I have been taking questions from people and addressing those on the call if they're not already addressed by what people raise live on the call. And I've been receiving emails from people who are only attending the replays and they've been telling me that they have just been getting so much out of it. So this is your last chance. Go and register for Uncapped now if you're not already registered and uncap your potential on creating your money and life goals. Okay, I'm going to throw you into the second half of the episode now and because it's edited right smack bang in the middle. It might sound a little clunky as you jump in, but here goes. So the first one is, and I'm not going to go into these in huge detail because I just want to give, I just want to put them on your radar, okay, for things to to look at when it comes to mindset. The first is you might not have a savings problem. You might have a spending problem, right? Where 
for whatever reason, based on your beliefs about money, you can't hold on to it, right? Like you need to spend it. It might be because you always saw that your parents spent money. It might be because you use spending money as a way to feel better, to comfort yourself, right? Like I'm sure you're familiar with emotional eating. People can also do emotional spending, right? You're spending money just to make yourself feel better. You know, like it feels nice going out and buying yourself some new clothes or some new makeup. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, please. Don't make yourself wrong for spending money on yourself, but just get real, like get honest with yourself. What is your intention? Okay. Like, are you spending money for a short-term reward, like a short-term dopamine fix that's going to hit you in the instant? You know, my gosh, I see my kids do this all the time. I do it too. You know, I go buy some new clothes and I'm like, oh, yeah, these are so great. I feel so great. Look at me. And then, you know, after a few weeks, it's not new anymore and it's like, oh, whatevs, you know, (laughs) but just being honest. Honest with yourself about that is really powerful because then in the moment you can just think to yourself, would I rather have the long-term sustained good feelings from having money in the bank and being able to invest money or being able to buy a new car or being able to buy a house or or just having short-term savings that if something happened, if I needed $5,000 worth of dental work suddenly, I've just got the money on hand and I can do that. Like, How's that going to make you feel, right? It's putting the money away in the short term unless you're doing some sort of reward system where you're watching yourself like and ticking a box or whatever. It's not going to feel as good as spending the money in the short term. Think of this like eating sweets. In the short term, we get this dopamine hit like, woohoo, yes, this tastes amazing, give me more. Short term great effect. Long-term, you know, our body's unhealthy, we're overweight and we feel like shit, right? Whereas in the short term, saying no to the sweets is uncomfortable. We don't want to do that. But by doing that, we have a long-term sustainable gain and a long-term good feeling. And it's the same with money, with spending money, right? It's fine to spend money. I'm not saying you're not allowed to spend money or don't spend money, but be intentional about it in terms of short-term and long-term dopamine hits, right, or gains. Okay, the next is you want to be working on developing the muscle to have the capacity to have money. And what I mean by that is you might not have a developed muscle in that area. So money might, when money comes in, what might happen for you is that you feel like you need to spend it, right? Because you've never actually created the space to hold on to money. And honestly, like if you were my one-to-one client, we might dive into this a bit deeper to work out why, because sometimes when we know why, it just gives us some peace and compassion, like the opportunity to hold compassion for ourselves because maybe 
you know, when you would get your five bucks pocket money as a kid, if you didn't spend it at the shop straight away and get all the sweets that you wanted, your older brother would come in and take that extra buck off you that was left, right? Who knows? Like, I'm just saying that 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 sometimes we have learnt behaviours that we've picked up from in childhood or that we see from our parents or our community and then we've taken them on board unconsciously uh, and then never questioned it, right? Or, or just always thought, oh, yeah, I'm terrible at savings. I can't, I can't save myself out of a paper bag because I just have to, I just spend all my money, right? No matter how much you make. So if that's you, think of, think of saving money or having the capacity to have money. So that means that you can have money without spending it right? Or that you can have money in assets. It's like you have the capacity to have it in your life. So one quick method, like a practical action that you can do to assist you with that is have money in your wallet. Like put 20 bucks in your wallet, put 50 bucks, put a hundred bucks, put a thousand bucks in your wallet. Can you just have that money in your wallet without spending it? And think of it as like you're going to the gym and you're doing reps. At first, when you start going, you're if you're like me, you're probably doing, you know, two kilo reps or something like that. But over time, you build the muscle and maybe you can get up to doing eight kilo reps or 12 kilos or whatever. Um, obviously, I'm not that strong in my <laughs> my arm strength. <laughs> I've just revealed all. Uh, so it's developing a muscle, okay? So you might need practice over time to get comfortable with having money because, and this, I see this often, if you have never had a lot of money in your life, you may feel the need to spend it. And there'll be some, there's some other reasons for that and I'll and I'll tell you about that. Um, and it doesn't mean... The, the opposite can be true. You can not be able to spend money. You, you might have to hold on to all your money because you grew up with not much money and then now you're too afraid to spend it, right? So it's all, this is totally unique to you, your unique situation, your unique beliefs and mindset and the way that you've grown up. Um, so, but what you want to do if you want to be able to save consistently is you need to develop the muscle to have the capacity to have money, to have it in your life, to have it in your wallet, to have it in your bank account, to have it in investments without spending it, okay? The next mindset piece that's really crucial when it comes to saving is being able to receive, okay? if And this is linked to what I'm going to bring up in a minute, sufficiency and um scarcity mindset. So a lot of us suffer from scarcity mindset. We are in this constant need to have more. We, you know, it's like buy more, have more, get a better car, upgrade, bigger house, more clothes, more makeup, more whatever you need, right? Um, it's we there's a lot of scarcity in our environment. You see it a lot in advertising and 
this this idea that there's not enough to go around. Um, so one of the the pieces with that is that it's very difficult to receive when we think there's not enough for everybody because then you can start getting into the, well, who am I to have this or do I deserve this? Uh, so to be able to save money with uh, in a clean way, when I say clean, I just mean in a way without hang-ups because like, lots of people are really good at saving money but they're actually doing it out of trauma, you know, like they're doing it because they're scared to not have money. I, mean, I certainly used to do that. This is a, a wider conversation, this podcast, but the act of receiving being able to have something in your life and receive it and say yes is very powerful when it comes to your ability to have money and have more money, okay, because you want to be able to receive it and say yes to it. So the next point is mindset point, and I just started to introduce you to it, is being in sufficiency, right, because when we are in scarcity mindset, we need to spend more money because we feel like we don't have enough, right? It might sound counterintuitive sometimes, but when you feel like you don't have enough, you desire more, right? It, when you actually feel sufficient and you feel like you have enough, then you don't need to go out and get more, right? But if you are in scarcity mindset, which, you know, that honestly, it's not a natural state of being that if you look around you, um, so many of us are in scarcity mindset that we need more. We need to buy more because we might miss out. Maybe we'll never get that, that pair of shoes again. We've got to get it, right? And so then we spend. We spend a lot of money out of scarcity. And then that is a barrier to being able to save consistently. So if you're in scarcity mindset, which, you know, you can come in and out of it. So there's plenty of times where I go into scarcity mindset, so there's nothing to be ashamed about. But the quickest way to shift out of it is have a gratitude practice. So that's focusing on what you do have and feeling the peace and gratitude and appreciation for all that you do have because when you can reside in being sufficient i'm not even talking about being abundant but just that feeling of i have enough you're able to hold space for money and then you're also able to um help as well because when you've got enough there's enough to go around and share okay it's a beautiful place to be and there's never um that no harm can come from having a gratitude practice that is for sure now the other mindset point that i would make is increase your awareness around what your beliefs are about money and increase your awareness on what your relationship with money is and do some work to improve your relationship with money. That is without a doubt that will 
shift mountains for you in your ability to save consistently because, again, it's really common so so many people are disassociated with their money, right? We avoid our money or we have some weird and wacky beliefs around money, um, lots of negativity around money, you know, feelings of shame, greed, overwhelm, distrust. When you have a negative relationship with money or you avoid money or you don't have a clear understanding of money, then it just makes every level of dealing with money harder. You're putting an extra layer of work to get through in money management and dealing with your with your money when you don't have a positive relationship with it. Okay, so that is going to affect your ability to save tenfold. Um Okay, I think we've I've covered a lot in this. I've probably given you too much information. In summary, I would just say that go back over the practical steps. That might be a great access point with you, just picking a couple of those practical actions that you can take to increase your ability to be able to save consistently. And then I would absolutely encourage you strongly to do the mindset work around money. When you do the mindset work around money, it's not as exciting or as flashy in the beginning and it feels slower than, you know, setting up an account and putting some money in. You can get an instant hit, an instant result. But when you do the mindset work, whoa, that will last you a lifetime. And it can completely transform your whole life and the way that you feel on a day-to-day basis because all of us are dealing with money on a day-to-day basis. It is part of how you operate in the world. And when you have a positive and peaceful and just neutral relationship with money, it can make your life so much easier and so much more enjoyable. And we are for sure diving into money mindset in Uncapped in this four weeks of coaching that I'm doing because without a doubt, when you are setting your money and life goals, money mindset will come up and bite you in the bum. (laughs) It'll be one of those things that says, hey, you need to deal with me if you want to reach this money goal. So we will definitely be addressing that in the coaching on those calls. So if you are not registered for Uncapped, go ahead and do that now. The website address will be in the show notes. It's meganjsmith.au forward slash Uncapped. I would love to see you there and support you and help you to create your money and life goals. All right, my gorgeous human until I get in your ears again next week. Have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Ready to get uncapped with your money and life goals so you can live a vibrant life you love? You're in the right place. Get uncapped. This is four weeks of coaching with me to reach uncapped potential in your money and life goals. Register now by going to meganjsmith.au forward slash uncapped.